Ah, how many like the rain? Well, two of you. That's okay. Am I, am I, I'm going to be, I'm loud. There we go. Be careful because I get really loud anyway, so you never know, right? So tell me, uh, um, the masks that we wear. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about masks in your life and in the things that you do? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today, and it's sort of interesting because it's what? Halloween tonight. It's also my brother's birthday. But I'm not, I didn't say that, right? So I made him breakfast this morning. Isn't that a good brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've got steak for him later. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing good. So we're going to be talking about the masks that we wear. And the first thing I want, to, I want to ask you is why do we do that? Why do we wear masks? And, and if, I've got, I think I've got some slides that we can throw up. Maybe. Have we got them? Oh, where's that come from? That's not me. No? There! There's the mask. Keep it going. One more. Okay, there were, okay, so why do we do that? Why? I mean, you ever think about why you wear a mask? But the reality is, is that we do wear masks. I love the song, My Father's House, and in my Father's house I should be what? Who I am, because He sees me as I am. But no, we hide. We hide behind masks. So why do we do that? Fear? Is it fear? Is it hurt? Is it abuse? Trust? Emotional pain? Judgment from others? Why do we put on a mask? Why do we constantly do that? What is going on in our lives that we don't want others to see us for who we really are? It's sad to me because, because what happens in life is that things happen and, they, and we hide. I've heard it said that the world is a stage and I am an actor. And I'm always acting. I put on the mask for whatever situation I find myself. Because if I can act, then you can't get to me. If I can be someone else, then you can't hurt me. But the reality is, is that we're still hurt. We're still struggling with the lies and the things of deceit that the enemy is putting upon us. There's a poem by Charles Finn that was written in 1966 that says, Please hear what I am not saying. And the first part of it starts like this, Don't be fooled by me. Don't be fooled by the mask I wear. For I wear a mask. A thousand masks. Masks that I'm afraid to take off. And none of them is me. None of them is me. This poem, and I printed it out, is four pages long. And if you want to read it, Google it. Just Google, please hear what I am not saying and read it. It ends this way. I won't give you the whole thing, but it ends this way. Who am I, you may wonder? Who am I, the one that is wearing the mask? I am someone you know very well. I am every man 
you meet, and I'm every woman you meet. See, the reality is, is that we all wear masks for various reasons. And I have learned that when I am dealing with people and I start to take off their mask, it is sometimes a very difficult and painful experience to let that mask fall because we're afraid. I remember in my own life that I I can remember saying to someone that I felt like Humpty Dumpty, and if I actually did fall off the wall, the wall of control, the wall of my mask, that no one would be able to put me back together. Because everything I was is what I was pretending to be. And you see, the problem is, is that Christ wants what? All of us. Every part of us, he wants everything that we hide behind that mask with. I love this verse where it says that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Galatians 5.1 You see, Christ has given us freedom that we don't have to wear the mask. A number of years ago, I was working in a in a mental health setting, and the psychologist that we worked with was a great guy. And he told the story about him being in, with his wife in a grocery store, and as they're walking down the aisle, and got to the, they passed some people. And as they got to the end of the aisle, the wife said, they were your clients, weren't they, John? And he goes, yeah, how did you know? Because you got the walk. And he was sharing that. He said, I don't do that, do I? I said, oh, yes, you do. In your office, you're one way. But when you walk out of the office, you put a mask on and you have a different walk. You're different. Do you do that? Do you present one way when you're actually someone else inside? Does someone really want to know who you are? Are you afraid to take that mask off that they will see you for who you are? And even you can't deal with that? You see, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that this means that everyone who belongs to Christ has become what? A new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. You see, the beauty of coming to Christ, the freedom that Christ has given us, is that we are new creations in Christ Jesus. Behold, the old things are passed away. So why do we hold on to them? Why do we do that? Why do we constantly hold to the old life? Well, partly because it's familiar. Partly because it's what we know. It's what we've practiced. And when we practice it, it becomes a part of us. Here's what I've realized with people is that people wear masks and they don't even wear, aren't even aware of it. You may wear a mask with your wife or husband that you don't wear with the people that you work with. Even in our relationships, we're not always real because we have a mask on. Now, my brother didn't do this. My other brother did. Twist my arm until I said it hurt. Well, guess what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't say it hurt. 
Why? Because I didn't want him to see that I was in pain. Couldn't move my arm for a week. Why do we do that? Why do we want to present as people who are tough? I've had a saying that I've used in my life, I'm tough and I can take it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Sometimes I have no idea what to do next. I, I, I did a video this morning on faith. And the reality is, is, is that God says that the righteous live by faith. That's the truth. How's it working for you? I realize that, yes, I say that I live by faith, but sometimes I live by fear of the unknown. The other day, I was coming back from Clearfield, and I saw that little battery light come on in my car. And I went, uh-oh. And then it went out. Praise God. I prayed it out. No, I didn't. It came back on. And it went back out, and it came back on, and I got home, and I live on the other side of Penfield, and I decided to come into town and get, a, get it tested. I got to Sabula, and it died. So I took the battery out and brought it in. We got it charged, and I brought it back and took off, and I came on into town and found out my alternator was bad, got a new alternator, and I took off back for home and got as far as Sabula. And there it sat for the night. I tell you the story only because I'm like, Lord, what do I do with this? I mean, thank you that I had a good place to park. Thank you that I had a wife that would come and get me. Because <laughs> I would have been hitchhiking or something, and nobody picks up hitchhikers anymore. Especially old men. Yeah, I mean, think about it. When was the last time you picked up a hitchhiker? And I'm thinking, Lord, what am I doing? My, the only point that I'm making in that is that is that, you know, you think... Okay, you're a pastor. You're a retired pastor. You're a state police chaplain. You do all these things. You should know. No. I wear a mask. But the reality is, is the mask of, of security, the mask of wisdom, and all of those things are like, mm, I have no idea. And the reality is, is that's actually in some ways a good place to be. Because the best place to be is flat on your back and going, Lord, how do I do this? In Ephesians 4, Paul says this, that throw, to throw off our old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupt by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on a new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. And you know what? I, and again, I'm like, Lord, I want this. I want this, but how do I do this? Have you ever found yourself exposed to God, all the ugliness in your life, all the masks torn away, and he sees you for who you are, and he says, I love you. It is a humbling place to be. It's a beautiful place to be because you are totally bare. Everything about you is exposed. And God says, I love you. 
come. And here's one of the ways that I envision this. I mean, think about this. God is in his throne. He is, he is sitting there doing whatever God does on the throne, but the, the sentries at the door are standing guard. And you come running down the hall, your little five-year-old self, and the, the, the sentries go, boo. And they open the door and you run in and you interrupt what God the Father is doing and jump on his lap. And he goes, hi, my child. How are you? But you know, some of us go, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. That, that, we don't do that. We don't do that. No. We, we, we have a, I'm, 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 I'm righteous. I'm pious. I'm... No, God says, take off the mask and come be who you are with me. Come be who you are with me. And that's what Paul is saying. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Let the Spirit renew them. Don't you renew them. You can't do it. I, I call, you may have heard me use this term before. Mental gymnastics. Mental gymnastics is where I take a thought and roll it around in my head. It doesn't do any good. You've got to speak forth the word about what God says about you. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go to work. And then we run. Here's a grave concern of mine. The scripture says, Jesus said, that the gospel would bring division between father and son, mother and daughter. But you know what? We've allowed COVID to bring division between father and son and mother and daughter. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised sometimes that we allow things like that to make us run and hide. I get it. Trust me, I get it. It used to be don't talk about politics or religion. Well, don't throwing COVID in there because that's not something you want to talk about even in families. But I believe what Paul is talking about here and encouraging us to do is live a life that is renewed by the Spirit of God every single morning. Every morning. Look in Luke chapter 12. And this is from the Message Bible. He says, you can't keep your true self hidden forever. You see that? <coughs> Before long, <clears throat> you're going to be exposed. You can't behind, hide behind a religious mask forever. Sooner or later, the mask will slip and your face, true face will be known. I've got to do a, a service uh, tomorrow, a memorial service. And the, the family told me, don't be too religious Don't be too religious. Well, I'm not religious. I'm just a follower of Jesus. So if that offends you, I'm sorry. I asked this, uh, this, this man's partner, tell me about him. Tell me about his faith, his relationship with Christ. And this man said, I knew you were going to ask me that. He says, you know, 
we're believers, but we don't spend a lot of time in organized religion. Who are these people? They're troopers. I had a trooper tell me, he says, I'm a believer, Bernie. I believe in God. I believe in Christ. But I've arrested too many church people. I don't like church. That's sad. That's sad. And I know that some of the guys and girls that I deal with wear masks that are hard to penetrate because they have a veneer about them that keeps you a distant, out of protection for their own well-being. And I get it. But God is saying here that you're not going to be able to keep your true self hidden. It's going to come out. And maybe sometimes you have recognized in that moment that your true self came out and you didn't like it because you embarrassed yourself or something else and you went, whoa, I don't like this situation. I'm going to stay out of this one. And yet it's a good thing. And one of the problems with wearing masks is that sometimes we can't even see the mask that we wear. And sometimes we wear a thousand masks. And we have a mask over a mask. And we don't even know who we are ourselves. That's why it's so important to say, Come Holy Spirit, reveal in me my true heart. Reveal in me the anxious thoughts. Reveal in me the sin. Reveal in me what's in me. But the problem is, is that that's hard. It's hard to do. Why? Because we don't even like ourselves in some of our areas. How many of us have done things that we are ashamed of, that we don't want anyone else to know about? But isn't it interesting that God says that we are made perfect in our weaknesses? And those things that are weak in our lives, God says He will make better, new. But we have to take off the mask in order for Him to do that. Even with Him we have to do it. Even though He knows our heart. Even though He knows the things that are in us. I was thinking as I was sitting there before and I was just thinking about my life, and, and uh, I'm a Vietnam vet. And when I came home, guess what I did? I put on a mask. Because I didn't want anyone to know where I'd been. And we didn't talk about it, and we kept it hidden. Why? I don't want to deal with it. And you see, the problem with mask wearing is that sometimes we don't wear the mask for you, we wear it for ourselves. Because I don't want you going there in my life. And I wear a mask so it will hide what is going on. But God says, your true self will not be hidden forever. Paul says this in 2 Corinthians verses 1 and 2. And I'm just hitting the highlight. He says, we refuse. And this is Paul. We refuse to wear masks and play games. We don't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. That's what Paul's saying that they don't do. But you know what? We do it. But I think what Paul is saying, we all have not to do it. No matter who you are, no matter what your position is, no matter where you are in life, whether you're old or young or in between. Remember the poem 
I started with, it said, don't be fooled by me. Don't be fooled by my mask I wear. I wear a mask, a thousand masks, masks that I'm afraid to take off. And none of them, none of them is really me. I think it's dangerous and difficult to pray to God and say, Lord, start to take my masks off. Reveal to me who I really am. Because in the quietness of His presence, we're going to have to deal with things that we've been hiding from. I think we have to take masks off as a church because we, we, we wear a mask, you know. We put on a happy face. I, I met with a pastor one day. I don't know why this came to mind. It was a squirrel, so I'll go there. But uh, this pastor, I, I, I asked him, I said, how you doing? He said, oh, I'm just doing great. See, he's got mask on, right? I'm doing wonderful. Really? I said, how, how's the church? Oh, it's good. It's good. It's growing. Whether things are happening and all that. After, about, after we got done with lunch, I said, so is there anything else I need to pray for? He says, yeah, pray for me. I haven't been paid in two weeks. Wait a minute. You told me everything was good. Well, yeah, well, it's not that good. <laughs> he, he took off a mask and showed me his vulnerability and his struggle and his pain and his... But you know, pastors are worse. They put on masks. I'm good. No, I'm not. I'm hurting. I don't know why even as I'm doing this, I'm holding back emotion because it's like, I don't want to talk about this. Because it's my issue too. It's easy. It's easy. Listen, listen to this. What we live with, we learn. And what we learn, we practice. And what we practice, we become. You see, the problem with masks is that we pick, pick them on. As young people, young children, we put on a mask. One of the masks that I learned how to wear was the mask of, I do anything to make you happy. In other words, it's a people-pleasing mask. Sure, I'd love to. Well, inside I'm dying. While inside I'm revolting. While inside I'm struggling with what's going on. But you see, we learn it. And once we learn it, we practice it. And once we practice it, we become it. And the reality is, is then we don't even know. We don't see it. We don't hear it. We don't understand it. We don't look and see what's happening in our lives because we chose it for ourselves. My big, one of my struggles, hey Bernie, would you? Sure, no problem. I'll be there tomorrow. Half an hour later, I'm going, what was I thinking? I wasn't thinking. I've committed myself and now I'm in stress about it. I do it all the time. Hey, you want to do it? Sure, I'd love to. What? Some of you do that. I know you do. Because we all get caught up in that trap. I've said stress is when my mouth is going, sure, I'd love to, and in my heart I'm screaming, no! But the problem is I need to get the no going before I say yes. And I'm doing it. I, I, I'm, I'm practicing it. I'm 75 and I'm still practicing it. I haven't got it perfected yet. Of course, I didn't learn how to change that until I was probably 55. So I've only had 20 years. 
It's not easy. It's not easy taking off the mask. So now what? That's really a question is now what do we do? Just because I wear a mask and just because I live with it and all of that, now what? Because even though you may know you wear a mask, even though you may understand that you wear a mask, what do you do? Where do you go from there? Well, listen, you cannot change what you won't admit. Get that. You cannot change what you won't admit. And the problem is admitting is the struggle. I love 12-step programs because part of the first step is I came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. And I admitted to myself and another human being the exact nature of my wrong and I am powerless over whatever that is. The first step is admitting where you're at. And the second step of that is then start speaking what God has said about you. Why? Because God doesn't lie. And if God says you're a new creation, then you are a new creation. And you don't have to allow your old self to rule over your new self. Here's what I like doing. I like looking in the mirror, in the bathroom, and looking in the mirror and saying to that person that I say, see, you are a new creature in Christ. All those things in your life, they're passed away. And I do that, and I practice that. Why? Because I need to get it into here. And the way that I get it into into here, see, everything that's in here is what I've touched, what I've heard, and what I've seen. See, I look at you, and I know you don't like me already, you see. Sure, I know it. And, but no, we do that, though, don't we? We look at someone, there's a trooper, I don't know, 15 years ago I met him, and I don't think he liked me. And that's the way I've thought about him for all these years. I don't think he cares for me. And I met with him recently, and guess what? I was wrong. He likes me. <laughs> he likes me, Sam, I am. No, that's another thing. Um, but, you know, it was like weird. It was funny because I thought, it's just the way his manner is. And the way his manner is, is just, it, it, he doesn't look at me. He puts his head down when he talks to me. Sort of looks over his glasses at me. And, and his name is John, and John actually likes me. And he said the other day, he said, I'm really glad you're here. And I'm like, dude, really? Yeah, why? And I said, oh, nothing. So guess what I was wearing whenever I saw him? See, he was, he, I was feeling rejected. I was feeling unloved, unwanted, etc. I remember the, one of the first times I met him, and it was in a crisis situation, and I felt like he was saying, get out of here, I don't want you in here. But so we need to learn how to speak God's truth. And I believe there's some Neil Anderson stuff, bondage breaker stuff that is awesome. There's some stuff that, that, that talk about who God says you are. The enemy says that you are flawed, that you're broken. The enemy says that there's problems with you. God says, no, I love you and you're my son or you're my daughter. So we need to start. We need to start 
by learning and rehearsing what God has said about us. Remember this. I'm going to wrap this up. And I know I'm shorter, tall, and lengthwise than your pastor. If it's okay, don't, don't tell him I got you out early. Okay, He already probably knows. But we can't, we have to understand that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. That's the important thing that we have to get. We have to remember that it's for freedom, not bondage. God didn't come into the world to bring us into bondage, but to set us free from bondage. What is the bondage of this world? This world. The bondage of this world is all kinds of things. Materialism, fear, anger, bitterness, worry, anxiety, rejection, abandonment, divorce, all kinds of things, failure. And we get bombarded with it. How many in here are perfectionists? Don't raise your hand. Okay, I don't want to know. But you are, you know, perfectionist people are super critical about themselves. How do I know? I live with one. Me. I've gotten so much better. But I've realized that I had to break that. That I had to learn to be acceptable to my stuff. I have things that I call idiosyncrasies. My idiosyncrasies may drive you crazy, but they're mine. I've learned that God says, don't worry about it. When I, got, when I started, came into ministry, I wanted to preach like everyone else. And God said, why don't you just preach the way you are? And I'm like, is that acceptable? Is it okay to be me? I mean, I thought I had to be more like someone else. He says, no, I love you the way you are. But you see, I'm not telling just my story. I'm telling your story too. Well, we do that. So, where do we go from here? Here's where you go. What's the mask that you wear on a regular basis? Start with that. Just start with one. One mask. One mask. And start there. Number one, identify it. Number two, start praying about it and asking God for you to reveal to you what you can do to take that off. Or where do you wear that mask the most? And start allowing yourself to step out from behind that mask. It's a journey. It's not an event. And that's what you have to understand. The thing is, is that we all wear masks. The thing is, is that Christ has set us free. And he said, you're free. You're free now. You don't have to. The choice, though, is yours. And what you do with it is your choice, not my choice. Let's pray. Father, you have called us into a place of freedom. You have called us into a place of peace and joy. You have called us into a place that is unlike anything else we've ever experienced. And yet, and yet we allow the things of our lives to hold us back from walking into the fullness of what you have for us. Help us to see what is holding us back today. 
in this moment. If there is a mask that I am wearing that's hindering my worship, show it to me. If there is a mask that I'm wearing that keeps me from serving you, show it to me that I may remove it. Whatever the mask is in my relationship that keeps it from going where you want it to go, show it to me that I might remove it. And we'll give you the glory and the honor and the praise forever. Amen.